We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons on the score. That's part of the coaching tree. The trunk is on the left and one of the branches is on the right. (laughs) Because John Gruden got started in pro football when Mike Holmgren was an assistant coach under George Seifert of San Francisco. Comes from a family where his father and his brother were very instrumental in football through the years. One thing you're going to see with Andy Dalton today is he doesn't present himself as a rookie quarterback would. He has a great feel for their offense. Jay Gruden has done, the offensive coordinator has done a tremendous job. And it's about time people start recognizing how good of an offensive mind and beyond that, how good of a head coach Jay Gruden is. Yeah, and his, not, not his first time as a head coach. He was a head coach in the Arena League, certainly uh, had a lot of experience there as a player as well. He's got a wealth of knowledge about offense and look for Jordan Reed third down that has been Kirk Cousins primary target pressure wide open first down and there he is Jordan Reed a nice combination by offensive coordinator Sean McVay there's Sean McVay the youthful offensive coordinator for the Redskins just 30 years old he's going to be a great one and he's got a lot of weapons at his disposal he told me left tackle Trent Williams wants to catch passes they got a lot of guys that he can utilize Wilson's throw and that's Freddie Swain. This is one of the wrinkles. Remember, Shane Waldron, coordinator, came from this Rams system. This is why Pete Carroll went outside of his familiarity. He didn't background with Shane Waldron, but he wanted someone to run the ball, to be innovative in that Shanahan tree, McVay tree, to find ways to run it. Joining us now on the hotline, and you can see him on our Twitch and YouTube stream as well, is Jay Gruden. Longtime coach everywhere. You just heard it there in the open. Head coach in Washington. Had Shane Waldron on his staff. Most recently an offensive consultant for Sean McVay with the Rams. He had Sean McVay as his coordinator in Washington. Jay Gruden with us on the score. Jay, thanks so much for the time, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, what should Bears fans know about Shane Waldron? Well, you know, he he's a good football coach. Obviously I got him in 2016. Uh, he was at UMass. He had some experience with the new England Patriots. I always like to try to get coaches from different systems to add a little bit of more different perspective on the offense. And he did that. He drew up a lot of our passes for us as quality control guy. And then when Sean branched out to, to the Rams, the first guy he asked for was Shane Waldron and made him tight ends coach. And then later promoted him to passing game coordinator. And then obviously Seattle took him to be their offensive coordinator. So Uh, Shane's a great guy, very detail-oriented guy, understands offense, understands the run game, understands the quick pass game, the bootleg, how to move the quarterbacks, launch points. So he's got it all going for him. I think the most important thing Shane will do is utilize the talent that's in-house, whether they keep Justin Fields or they move on and 
and obviously get one of the quarterbacks in the draft. He'll figure it out and figure out ways to use them in the best way that's best for the Bears. Jay, I've heard a lot of stuff saying that, you know, Shane is just a really nice guy as well, right? I mean, you mentioned, you know, him being a student of the game, breaking things down properly. Do you think that he'd, he'd welcome uh, a, a brand new, you know, unmolded quarterback because that is something that he would want to tackle? I think he'd be open to either one. I know Justin Fields had uh, some really, a really good stretch there, played some really good football. He's athletic. So obviously I think that'd be a fun guy to coach, but if they chose to move on, obviously he'll do what the head coach wants, but if they choose, chose to move on, coach Eberflus wants to move on, then I'm sure he'd welcome the athleticism of Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels or uh, the size of Drake May. So he can go a lot of different ways, but he's a really a good team player. He'll do what the coach wants. He's a very loyal guy and he'll make do with what he has. What would you do? What would I do? Well, <laughs> I, I'd have to get to know these quarterbacks coming out in the draft very, very well. It, it takes a lot of time. This is not something you just say, hey, I would do this without doing the due diligence and studying every game that these quarterbacks have ever played, getting to know them personally, how they how they uh, handle information, how they can uh, uh, study the game and, and their work ethic and their desire to play football. And the, the, do they really love football? I got to get to know Justin Fields, too, because I don't know him. So it's going to take a lot of time. Just by seeing it from the outside, I would probably look to trade Justin and take one of these uh, young guys in the draft because you always have to look to upgrade the quarterback position, no matter how good you think the quarterback you have in-house is. If you have a chance to upgrade it, I think you got to take that, that chance. Jay, I'm thinking about a coach like Eberflus and how he operated with Lou Getze last year. It was kind of, you know, hey, you let him do his thing, kind of let him operate. But there has to come moments where there are disagreements. Could you think of a moment maybe between you and, and Shane Waldron where you guys didn't necessarily see eye to eye on something? And, and what was the result of it? No, not really. When I had Shane, he was a quality control guy, so he didn't really speak up a whole lot. You know, he just took the information we gave him, processed it, made it available for the players and the quarterbacks and the running backs and the tight ends and receivers and all that stuff. He offered ideas, of course. But, you know, when you're the head coach, you're really not looking for coaches to disagree with you and argue with you in front of the team or on the <laughs> sideline. Uh, their job is to uh, provide you with information. Shane did that. He did a great job of that. But there weren't many altercations, so to speak. We're talking to uh, Jay Gruden here. He had Shane Waldron on his staff in, in Washington. How would you say he is different than Luke Getze? You know... <sighs> I, I, I don't know. I don't really know Luke. I watched their offense, and I think Luke did some really good things there. I think they struggled early, and then they came on like gangbusters, and I really thought Chicago there towards the late half of the season was playing as good a football as anybody in the National Football League. So uh, I thought Luke did some good things. But I think uh, overall, I think both coordinators will utilize the players that they have. Both team, both guys want to try to run the ball and establish run. I think Shane will probably be a little bit more – uh, uh, open to the fact to try to open up or stick with the run a little bit more because the play actions, what he's learned from uh, the Shanahan system and the McVay system and what we did in Washington, uh, we really try to force run, play physical at the line of scrimmage, and then everything else opens off of that. The quick game, the movement packages, which are critical. You get easy completions for the quarterback that way, keep them protected. Uh, but obviously you have to have a good protection plan on third down, and I think he'll do his work on that as well to make sure the quarterback is protected at all times. Yeah, so help, help us out here, right? The McVay-Shanahan thing, it's taken over the league. It's damn near half the league. Like Getze under LaFleur, who has ties to that too. It, it feels like it is all going back to that. Why is 
the McVeigh tree, like the tree and the system right now for the modern NFL? Um, you know, that's a good question. He had a lot of success. You know, you know, I hired Sean to be the youngest offensive coordinator in the National Football League, and that was probably a mistake on my part because now everybody wants young guys. If it wasn't for me, then uh, they'd still be hiring old guys. I'd have a chance. But uh, I think what the whole thing is about is trying to get the ball out, protect your quarterback, get the quarterback on different launch angles, and try to get him in the best positive situations you can there's nothing magical about it the trees are the trees whether he came from my tree or my brother's tree or mcveigh's tree or whoever's tree these guys this their job to study and make their own mark in the national football league everybody knows how to run outside zone everybody knows how to run the gap plays the duo plays the power plays everybody knows how to run bootlegs and play action it's about when you call them and how you call them and how you utilize the talent that you have some offensive coaches have a lot more talent than others so their system looks a hell of a lot better than others uh, but the whole fact of the matter is you try to stay balanced as you can on offense, uh, keep the defense uh, on their toes and, and give them different things to look at week in and week out. And that's the coordinator's job. And I think Shane can do that. I feel like a lot of people here in Chicago are on either side of the fence when it comes to the direction of the Chicago Bears and and how to get to a Super Bowl. You hear a lot of people saying, well, hey, man, you got to use that that first pick on a guy that can be generational and others are saying, Hey, you have someone that is pretty good and you know, you can build your team around them. If you were to create some draft capital as a former head coach, as someone who consumes this league, what do you think is the better of the two paths? I, I don't think pretty good gets you to where you want to go in the national football league at the quarterback spot. Now it's happened before. Obviously there's been some pretty good quarterbacks that have won super bowl, but, but, but if you look at Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, these guys have a stranglehold on the, and Matthew Stafford won it. Um, obviously the winner this year is probably going to go through Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes. Uh, maybe Brock Purdy is the outlier there, but he's got a great team around him. So that would be your argument there. Hey, surround Brock Purdy with great people, but it's hard to get that many great people and surround a guy. There's not that many elite players at different positions. San Fran has elite player at tackle. They have a couple of elite receivers. They have two elite linebackers. They have two uh, elite pass rushers, uh, you know, so it's very difficult elite running back um, to surround him with that kind of people. So I, in my mind, I think you got to look for elite quarterback Every year that you are into this business, you try to find that guy at that position because it is the most important position in sports. We're talking to Jay Gruden here on the score. Uh, so we have it from a source that Zach Robinson was told that he was the runner-up to Waldron for the offensive coordinator job, but they also you know, kind of represent as different schemes. What does it tell you about the process that those were the, the final two, Zach Robinson and Shane Waldron? Well, Zach comes from a similar, I had Zach as a quarterback in Cincinnati and obviously he's been with Sean McVay. So yep. they have very similar backgrounds. Um, it's just a matter of which person individual do you think will motivate your team the best? And that comes from coach Eberflus doing his uh, meetings and getting to know the guys for the two, three, four, five, eight hours that he had them and uh, taking the information that was presented to him. And, and then he had to make a decision. I know going through those interview processes, hiring defensive coordinators and offensive coaches and, special team coaches is not easy. And uh, most people can draw outside zone on a chalkboard and draw their favorite third down or red zone play. But it's a matter of which guy do you think can motivate your team the best and get the most out of your players. So Shane Waldron will run the ball. He will not be all screen passes all the time. <laughs> and he is quarterback friendly. You could promise us those three things. And the yes, man. I can't promise you he will try to run the ball for sure. Now, he may throw a lot of screens if the quarterback can't throw the ball down the field or he can't protect. Sometimes 
screens are the only chance you have if you can't protect the quarterback or the quarterback struggle and get the ball down the field. So you got to be creative in the screen game. I've been there and done that. Surely we all want to throw the ball 35 yards down the field to deep daggers and curls and all that stuff and out and ups. But if you don't have the line to protect, it's hard to do. But I'm sure they'll get the people in-house where he can be very creative with what he can do. And if not, he'll still figure out ways to get the ball in the end zone. So, Jay, what? So you were with the Rams. Now what's going on? Are you, are you in RG3 good? Are you going on the show? Like what? what's next for Jay Gruden? <laughs> I'm just doing a couple of podcasts here, uh, do some uh, stuff for the 33rd team. It's a lot of fun. and do a couple of radio shows back in the D.C. area, playing a little bit of golf. Uh, you know, Robert has his, his ideas of what happened back in the past. I have mine, as he said, she said, what I thought happened, what he thought, two different things. But, you know, I just let that thing go and I was having some fun with it. And then people were taking things a little personally, so I kind of backed away from it. But I'm enjoying watching these games, playing a little bit of golf and still trying to keep up to date with the 33rd team and uh, doing some work in, in that regard. I thought you both did a good job of handling the situation. You guys, it was hilarious. We need yeah, more beef guys, on Twitter. Exactly, and it was it was it was kind of, it was it was lighthearted. It wasn't. I don't think it was anything too serious. I loved it, Jay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Go race a pigeon was a good line. I gotta say, <laughs> thank you. I, so I if Jay Gruden really wants to talk, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. I can't. I know I can't win on that one. So I'll just uh, stay here and do my own little things and have some fun with it. But uh, Robert, you know, we had we had some tough times there. His early career, he was a a great player in college. Had a great rookie year. It just didn't work out with the two of us. And I'm sitting here doing podcasts and radio shows, and he's uh, a big wig on ESPN. So he won the battle. <laughs> there, 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 there is that. Uh, you know, you're the vocal twin for your brother. People are saying you sound exactly like your brother. Have you guys ever like pulled a prank on each other? Got on the phone. You represent no, John. He no, I don't think we sound that much. I, I think if you got John on the radio right now, you could tell the difference. He's a little more surly than I am. I'm more <laughs> positive. You're the positive guy. <laughs> like, yeah, it. I'm Mr. Positive. Okay. Yeah. No, we, we're, uh, you know, we, he's, he's doing a good job. He's doing, having some fun playing some golf as well. And uh, hopefully he'll get back into it in some capacity at some point. Well, Jay, good luck with the 33rd team, man. Thanks for answering some questions about Shane Waldron and uh, the state of the bears. We'll do it again soon. All right. You got it. Thanks for having me on, fellas. All right, thank you. That's uh, Jay Gruden, former head coach in Washington, offensive coordinator, employed Shane Waldron. Was very positive. I mean, mean, you know. He likes him. He likes him. He's going to run the ball. Sometimes you have to throw screens. There's one thing we have to cover before we get into the other stuff. Do you think this is from you, Danny? Oh, so so like, what did you're, I do? You're, you're the vocal twin of your brother John. People are saying on the text line. You guys ever try to pull pranks on each other, Danny? How would that sound? So if I if I'm Jay yeah. and I'm calling you John, am I saying, "Hey, John, it's it's you, John"? No, no. Oh, what's what's mean, going on? Well, man, I'm John. on the phone, man. Hey, like, man. I'm hey, on, mom. I'm on the phone too it's with mom. you, John. It's, it's, it's you, John. It's you on the phone, me, John. <laughs> pull a prank on each other. Yeah, pull as a prank each on other. each other. As each other is what I meant. Hey, like, you. Hey, me, it's you. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, R- RG3, let's let's call John, and we're going to tell As him it's him. each other. Hey, John, like, this is you. Oh, I'm going to call my wife. I, I sound exactly like you. I could call your wife, know, and she would think you, meant, you said on each other. I meant to ask each other. I meant to ask each other. one simple word. Damn. everything. Damn. All right. Screw you guys. Yeah, on each other doesn't make it much sense. John would know who he is. Jay would know who he is. All right. <laughs> 
That's the, that's good. That's the kind of support. That's solid too. Yeah, no, they're right. Yeah. They're right. No, but Gabe, you get it, right? No, you're right. Like when that happens, we have to bring it up. You're right. It's good radio. It's you're right. And now we'll forget it and never bring it up again for sure. Until you're right, exactly. Until tomorrow's open, <laughs> where Tanny will imagine a conversation between Jay and John Gruden. Oh. Pranking each other. Pranking each other, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can all imagine a conversation between them. I'm sure it happens often. Oh. <laughs> right. They're they're brothers. They have they have to talk all the time. We can call it now if you want. For the day. For the whole day? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we still gotta get to Peter King. We'll see. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. Hey Peter, it's me, it's me, John. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, if you got John on, that'd be a that'd be a huge story uh at this point. All right. I emailed him. He said some tough things back. <laughs> At least you got a response. That's pretty badass. No, he didn't get a response. Oh. He's making an inappropriate email joke. That's excellent work. We got any giveaways today? Oh, yeah. I should have probably said something about that. The Doobie Brothers. Thank you, Shane. They're playing with Steve Winwood, August 25th at Credit Union Amphitheater. Five pairs of tickets this week. So... They go on sale on Friday at 10 a.m., but we're giving them away ahead of time. It's all courtesy of Live Nation. You're the sixth caller when you hear this. Smoking doobies. Doobie brothers. I was smoking doobies with my brothers. <laughs> Peace out. See you, Crest. All you got to do when you hear that is be the sixth caller at 312-540-0670, and you can go see the Doobie brothers. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.